Coming live from Bend, Oregon, USA is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Jackie Elliott, motivational speaker and certified life, spiritual and relationship coach. Welcome to the show, Jackie. Thank you, AJ. What a what an honor to be here and to be able to speak to all of your listeners. Thank you. It's an honor to talk to you, ma'am. And, you know, we'll be talking about some great uh, stuff, some useful stuff that you are an expert of. And we'll use all your expertise to learn so that people can help something which is so prevalent amongst a lot of people. So we'll be talking about the ABCs of abusive brain chatter. So let's start from that, Jackie. What exactly is abusive brain chatters? Because understand that I don't know anything. A lot of people might know about it, but then let's make it easy for the common man. Okay. So abusive brain chatter is uh, the, the negative chatter in our head that holds us back. And that is almost like an emotional abuser. So AJ, we all have negative thoughts. That's just the the way it goes. You know, Zoom goes on and we start looking at our face or we might look at a photo and go, oh, I don't like the way I look. We all have those thoughts. But abusive brain chatter, what I found in my practice and in my own life is that thought on steroids. It's the thought that cripples us. It's the um, it's really there to protect us. That's the that's the irony of this whole thing. And we usually get it from childhood. So, you know, we come into this world and, you know, we like to play, we like to do something and maybe our parents say, don't do that. And we go, okay, that's going to, if I do that, that's going to be dangerous. Uh, Or maybe you like to look at yourself in the mirror and somebody says, oh, you're so, you're so conceited, you know, in, in high school. So you start realizing, oh, it's not good to look in the mirror. So then your abusive brain chatter starts to chatter when you start doing things that um, it, it, that threaten what it thinks you want it to do. So I call it tornado head too, because it's like um, with my clients, you start thinking about something and you might say, you know, my boss got a little angry at me today. So you're starting to feel a little shame. And so then you start to spiral. Well, you know, it's, it's really his fault. And, and this always happens to me. And it's because my mother used to do this and her mother used to do that. And pretty soon you're into grandma, you know, and and like I say, it's just, you know, it's just the way we spiral out of control. So that's really what abusive brain chatter is. And um, if you think about what emotional abuse is, this is the really important thing. This is, I, you know, I created the ABCs because I felt like I wanted people to first be aware that you're doing it and be aware that when we talk to ourselves in such a negative way, it's almost like living with an emotional abuser. Uh, emotional abusers will tell you you're not good. They'll gaslight you. They'll isolate you. They'll say mean things to you. They'll bully you, Right. But if you tune into your head and you realize, oh, my God, I'm doing that to myself, then we start realizing that we have to change that. That just that just we we can't do that, that we can't possibly succeed in life if we listen to our abusive brain chatter. 
Right. Right, Jackie. So uh, to start uh, to understand this, now, who uh, generally uh, suffers from this? Is it is it a particular type of people? Is it men? Is it women? Who is it who are more susceptible to this abusive brain chatter? One is that. Secondly, yeah. right, right. Oh, okay, you, I'm sorry. Oh, right, no problem. Okay. Why I'm asking the second question is so that, you know, you have them with you and so that you can uh, respond to them at leisure. As, uh, take your time to answer that. Second is that, is abusive brain chatter only about, uh, about say, uh, how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself in the mirror or things about. But is it that even people who are very accomplished and who, who, are, who are very rich, but they say as if they have not achieved anything in their life. Uh, does it work there also? Which is a lot of, there is this whole world, a word which is going on is that, uh, I, I forget it right now, I'll remember it, uh, so is it so both these questions, if you can, you know, throw some light on. Sure. Yes. It's it, it, in my experience, men and women suffer from it. Uh, and I will tell you that people who have addictions um, suffer from it greatly. And a lot of times that's why they use their addiction to quiet it. So in other words, people who are, say, addicted to food, uh, they'll stuff the feelings down because their, their brain chatter, that's, that's quieting the voice in their head. Or they may drink to quiet the voice in their head. They may feel shame and not know how to deal with it. And so, you know, that's, that to me is a big clue. When I have a client who comes in who has some type of addiction, the first thing we start doing is, is getting in touch with what is that voice saying to you? I give them the space. I give that voice a space to start talking and finding out why it's there and what it wants. Right. And so um, it's, and it's also, it can be successful people. Um, but my experience is, is that successful people also know how to quiet that chatter, you know, successful people continue to work, but you sure. I mean, you know, people who are celebrities and stars, uh, they have doubts that go, go in their head okay. and tell them, Oh, people aren't going to like me. This is terrible. Uh, the, the movie I was in, look at me on the screen. I look awful. I'm a phony. Imposter syndrome. K yes, yes. That's exactly the word I was, I forgot. Yes. <laughs> Imposter, right. Imposter syndrome is huge. And when you allow, when that starts chattering, oh boy, that's when people stop. And this is so important to me because I know there's so many people out there, um, artists, um, and creators and inventors that are suffering from that abusive brain chatter and they're listening to it and they're not putting out their gifts in the world. So that's why I came up with the ABCs of abusive brain chatter. And um, it, it's, it's not as simple as it sounds. So I don't want to say, you know, just do these ABCs and it's going to be over. Because like I said, I work with clients to really find out what that voice is and what it's wanting so that we can uh, negotiate with it, right? So let's give you an example. Um, say, for instance, um, I'm going to come here. I'm going to be on stage here, you know. Um, and if my, my abusive brain chatter starts going, oh, 
you're coming on here. You have nothing to say. This is, oh, you're going to look terrible. People are going to see you around the world. You're just, they're going to think you're an idiot. I mean, he says you're an expert. And, you know, so that's the, the brain chatter, right? So what do I do? So the first thing I do is I stop and I'm aware. And I say, okay, let me hear what it's saying. Okay, it's saying all of these things. Okay. Then the next step is B, believe. And this is another part of the work that we do. That's why it's not so simple. But you have to believe that you have to believe the voice, the internal good, higher voice in yourself. And you do that by doing the work, by connecting to a higher, uh, kinder, more gentler voice that you can tune into when the chatter starts. So I'm also a spiritual coach and I became a spiritual coach because I I knew that people who had this didn't have the tools, the capacity to quiet the chatter. They needed to tap into, like I say, you can't fix this mind with your mind. It just doesn't work. So you have to be able to tap into something greater than yourself. And so that's the B part. And then the third part is really, really important. It's called, it's C, challenge your core beliefs. And what I mean by that is we're, you know, we all have these core beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. uh, I'm not pretty enough. uh, They're better than me. um, I'll never make it. You know, these, these things that we, that kind of ruminate in our, in our life. And they usually have been handed to us by, you know, a family, society, husbands, wives, you know, and so our core beliefs start to um, give our, our abusive brain chatter the, the chum as it is to start working. So if right. I think I'm not good enough, if I haven't done the work in myself and I don't have that spirit to guide, you know, that, that internal center to, uh, to know that I'm good enough, then pretty soon it's going to say, well, you, yeah, you are an imposter. You're not good enough. Why are you going on this? And look at you. Look at how you're going to look on there. And, you know, it's going to start talking to me. And pretty soon I'm going to email you and say, you know what, AJ, I'm not coming on. I'm not going to take a chance, right? Because I, I don't step into my life because my abusive brain chatter um, is trying to protect me. Right. So it's, it's weird, but it doesn't want me to fail. It doesn't want me to come on here and make a fool out of myself. Right. So it doesn't want me to fail. So it's going to start talking really loud when I challenge it. Soon as I start taking risks in my life, it's going to really want to hold me back. And so I do these ABCs. And, you know, I, I've got to tell you, this is a lifelong process. Um, AJ, it's not you don't just do them and it's over. We all have this. We all have this. But when it starts impinging upon our life and when it starts holding us back to where we need addictions to quiet it and to where we believe it, then we have to really do the work to stop it. And that's, that's been my work. That's my, that's what I'm writing my book on. And that's my life's work is that, you know, we don't need to abuse ourselves. And, uh, you know, it's as simple as going, ABC, ABC. Okay, let's see. I'm aware. What am I saying? Um, you know, what I'm in front of my boss. You know, what am I saying? To, what am I saying to myself? Um, I'm saying I'm not good enough. I'm not a really good employee. Whatever it is. Okay, um, believe. Now I have to tune in and say, okay, that uh, 
that doesn't feel good. I don't want to do this. Let's, you know, can I tap into my higher voice and see, challenge, challenge it and say, really, is that really true? You know, Jackie, you've been working at this for many years. You've been studying this. Is that really true that you're not, that, that you're an imposter? Is that, is that true? And I, and, and then I have to say, well, no, that's not true. And then there's further work to be done, which is where did that belief come from and releasing that belief. But, you know, for the purpose of this, that for this talk, that's kind of what the ABCs are. Right. Right, Jackie. In fact, I will come to the basics of it and the solutions to it that you'll say. But, you know, one thing I, I just suddenly struck my mind is that, you know, people who are successful, people who have achieved a lot, they suddenly start having doubts or questions. That's the brain chatter. Now, it's the same brain which have led to them rising so high in life and actually achieving all the things that they set their eyes on, whether it is a medical degree, engineering degree, a college degree, a legal degree, everything. Then you uh, get that endorsement through all these processes. You go through that and everybody endorses. That's why you are become a successful person. And then how can it be that the same brain in front of a mirror which doesn't know how to speak and you see in that mirror and your brain tells that listen you are an imposter that so how does your own brain which was a friend suddenly become your adversary wow that, understand this that's a that's a great question and um my experience is that somewhere there is that belief that you haven't let go of. Um, and I call it, you know, I, uh, in, in, when I got my training in coaching at Life Purpose Institute, we learned about um, binding agreements. And a binding agreement is something you agree to believe in order to be loved. So say you, your mother, you agree to be quiet and um, or not be smarter than your father. A lot of people I agreed not to be smarter than my father and he would love me, right? So you have to you have to get in touch with that and you have to suddenly as an adult now break that agreement and say no, I don't I don't want to I don't want to hold that belief anymore. Um and so I want to let that go. And then you actually write a new agreement. So my new agreement is is that it's okay to be as smart as I am. It's okay for me to step up in this world. It's okay for me to be successful in this world. It's okay for me to make more money than my parents, um, my brothers, my sisters. I'm just using examples, but but that's that's the work. That's what happens. You start to uh, have an old belief that that comes into play, and that's why I'm saying challenge those core beliefs. Somewhere in you, even though you've been successful you have some belief that you're still holding on to. And that's what we have to get in touch with. And I love the work that we do, which is kind of a voice dialogue work, uh, where we actually give both parts of you the ability to speak. You know, I, I hold the space for you and we'll ask, okay, so let me talk to the part of you that really wants to write this book and really believes it can be a bestseller and wants it to, you know, wants to go on Oprah, you know, all of these dreams. Let me talk to that voice. And then let me talk to the other voice that's telling you, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You're not smart enough. Let's see what's going on with these two voices. And let's see if we can come to an agreement. 
And usually at the root of this, AJ, is fear. Fear is usually at the root. And so once you realize, oh, I'm really afraid. There's a fear here that's really speaking to me loudly. It's not letting me write this book. I'm getting writer's block because this fear is chattering so loud. And once the fear knows that the other, I know I'm getting way out there here, but no, 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 perfectly all right. Okay, worry uh, about it. It's okay. Such, it's such a lovely backdrop, such a lovely scene. I can see the painting, the hop, and you know, and and you are so talking such beautiful stuff. I can, okay. I, I understand because a lot of people, you see, you are not a nobody. You are somebody who have achieved a lot. You have somebody who have faced this. You have somebody who have overcome this. Yes. And now you are telling others how to deal with that. That is in front of the whole world, confident of your knowledge, confident of what you do and confident of the work that you do with all your clients. So that is not a mean achievement. That's a big thing. And, you know, when we talk of women empowerment, I actually see this as women empowerment. When you, you know, when you move out from darkness into light, uh, darkness of your own mind created. Actually, there is no darkness. And that is what fear. But fear is inherent. You fight it out. You come out and you share your knowledge with the whole world. You exactly. Know, and, that is what I say. So you carry on. Okay, good. Good, good. Okay. So we're back at fear. And so fear can be, and I love that. I love what you just said, because the truth, you know, people say, you know, uh, don't feel the fear or ignore the fear. Well, has anybody out there who's had a small child who needs to get your attention, they get your attention, right? And they're not going to stop till they get your attention. They're going to be pulling on you going, you know, mommy, 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 or they'll cry or they'll stamp, right? Well, the fear is the same way. If fear doesn't get attention from you, it's going to get really loud. And then pretty soon it's going to overshadow the other part of you and you're going to lose your motivation. Motivation is huge. You know, we have to always stay in touch with our motivation if we want to succeed. You know, we have to know that, yes, I want to lose weight. I have to stay motivated to lose weight. I want to exercise. I have to stay motivated. But the, the biggest killer of motivation is this fear or abusive brain chatter. That's going to just squash your motivation. So the idea is to to dialogue with it and say, okay, so what are you afraid of? Well, I'm afraid you're not going to, you're not going to write that book or your book is going to be stupid or it's not going to sell. You're going to spend, you know, a year on a book and nobody's going to like it. And so then we dialogue with the other side and the other side says, but I really want to write this book. I really know it. It's really in my heart. I really feel it. It's going to help people. I'm going to, you know, it's going to be better for the planet. And then we start dialoguing with the two parts of yourselves and finding out how, well, so how can we negotiate with this? So usually it's the fear. Can you quiet down a little bit so that I can continue on this path? If you just kind of back down, I'll pay attention to the fact that this may not work for me or, I'm okay if it doesn't sell. I want you to know that I'm okay with whatever happens. You reassure your fear and then you step into that other side because you've been given now the space to achieve. So um, that's kind of what I mean by not, you know, don't just ignore it. When we ignore it, it just, it's, it starts coming back in different ways and it shows up in, in all kinds of ways. And so, you know, fear is not something we can get rid of in our life. Like you said, fear happens. It's, it's a good thing. 
You know, we have to fear things. I mean, it's a good thing that my brain says you may be spending a lot of money on this and you may not get anything from it. Well, that's a that might be a good thing for me to pay attention to. Right. So um, but the idea is to not let it abuse me, is to quiet it, to say, I hear you. I got this. Um, I need you to quiet down a little bit. Um, I'm not going to be unkind to myself. I say that to myself a lot. No, we're not being unkind to Jackie today. You know, when, when, when things are coming up, I'll say, no, we're not being unkind to Jackie today. And, um, and then I just take the next step. Right. Right. Jackie. In fact, I wanted to see fear is like hunger. We are born with both of it. Hunger is part of us and fear, except that hunger, we feel differently. Fear is what saves us many a times. We know fear and danger, all these things are. So why should we be afraid of it? And in fact, uh, fear is something which we can look at positively, but we, we can only tackle it. We cannot remove it of, out of our lives. But where we use it, that is most important. Now I want to understand uh, one thing, Jackie, in terms of ABC, abusive brain, Jackie. Is that when we think that it is our brain, is it also that many a times it is about the surroundings that we are in? It is about some toxic people around us or toxic relationships or toxic you know, environment altogether, which we are actually fearful of. That people consider me as a strong person. So if I cry, they will call me nothing, you know, something like not a strong person. Then they will not believe me. They will not think me as powerful as I am. If I fail, they will laugh. The lesser people will start laughing. And then there are people who through their toxic words create an impression in your mind that, you know, if you are not able to fulfill something or are uh, uh, able to do it, then those words will come from them. You will be giving them a chance to come back at you. So you start thinking of the pros and cons and the chances of you know success and failure with whatever you are trying to do. So is it about your own brain all the time or is it about the type of environment that you are in? You know, um, it's always about us. You know, like I always say, you know, think of your life as a bowling alley with those two little, they have those little things where, you know, you can't go into the gutter. You know, we got to stay in our own lane. It's really important to stay in our own lane. But what I find is that people who are attracted to toxic people have abusive brain chatter. And often those people echo it for you. So a lot of a lot of uh, women or men in abusive relationships, um, you know, whether it's emotional abuse or, or domestic abuse, they have, they come into it with some abusive brain chatter because, uh, and those people just echo it. Um, For me, when I started to change the chatter in my head, I, I could no longer be in bad relationships. I could no longer surround myself with negative people. My, I, I surround myself with positive people, people who are working and growing in their life. And if there is somebody who's negative, I, I can recognize it quickly. 
I just, you know, I just, I, I just send them off with loving kindness. I don't engage. Um, and that's, and that's what I think what, what you're talking about is when we are, that's, that's also one of those aha moments that, right. gee, I'm around a lot of toxic people, um, people who, and so people who aren't supporting the good person I am, I must, I must, you know, I, I need to think about how I'm thinking about myself. Uh, it's not always that way, but, but that's always, that's a, that's a good clue um, that you're not taking care of yourself. And um, that's what, that's what I'm, that's the whole purpose of abusive brain chatter to take care of yourself. I mean, of healing abusive brain chatter, the ABCs. Right. Right. So is it, is it hereditary? Is there any link to it or is it just a phenomenon or some sort of a thing that happens by itself and there is no age about it? Is there anything which happens uh, as part of, you know, as part of your personality? How does it work? How does, how do one know that he, he or she is uh, suffering from this ABC? Well, um, you, uh, you'll hear some, there's a wonderful TV program on Apple TV called, uh, Let's get physical. And okay. she she talks to herself that out loud. You know, you could hear her her abusive brain chatter. She's a, a bulimic, I think. And you can hear the abusive brain chatter. And it's really mean. And um, so usually when you're around people and you hear them say, oh, I'm so stupid. I could never do that. You're so good. I could never do that. You know that those people possibly have some abusive brain chatter going on. Um, and. As far as hereditary, I, you know, I don't want to get into mental illness because that's okay. a whole different subject. Okay. There are people who are mentally ill and there are voices in their head that are negative. Okay. Um, but there are also people who were taught this. Uh, you know, my mother, uh, you know, was bipolar. And so she, and so she attempted suicide um, a few times. And so her brain shatter, of course, she's got this brain shatter that, of course, I adapted that when life is tough, you check out. Right. Um, and she believed she wasn't good enough. And so in a way, you know, as children, the children absorb that um, mothers who who constantly uh, tell themselves they're no good or their figure or their body or they're focused on how they look and they're always criticizing themselves. Well, you're going to that your child is going to start that little voice is going to come in and your child's going to start um, having some of that chatter. So in a way, it is not exactly hereditary, but, you know, if our parents have have good self-esteem and allow us to show up in in the world as authentic selves, we're not going to you know, we're we're, we're not going to have that like a person who uh, maybe got a lot of negative messages and a lot of negative uh, modeling, role modeling. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Then uh, how, how does it work that somebody's uh, household, uh, family life is very good. Parents have been great, happy family life, happy childhood. And then you come into the big bad world uh, where you achieve success. And then you start getting either this brain chatter or imposter syndrome. What is the reason behind that? That everything was all so good and suddenly you get, start getting voices in your head. Um, well, I'm going to say uh, a, a very simple answer, and some people may not like this, but it's, it's at that point, it's spiritual. 
at that okay. point, you haven't learned to tap in to that. And by spiritual, I don't mean religious. I don't mean, right. you know, God or whatever, you know, I'm talking about spirit, the different, you know, the spirituality is finding that voice, that kind, okay. compassionate voice. And so even if you've had a, a wonderful upbringing, if you haven't been able to tap into that wonderful, um, loving voice, and that's some of the work I do in my spiritual uh, workshops and in my, I have a retreat coming up where I help people find that spirit, spiritual guide. A lot of my clients say, uh, who come to me say, oh, <clears throat> I used to have to go to church every week. I don't, don't, don't talk to me about God. Don't talk to me about spirit. And I say, okay, we, it doesn't, we don't have to call it that, but we have to go, we have to do the work to go inside and find what that loving, kind voice is and give it, uh, and, and give it some room to grow in you because that's, that's who you're going to be living with the rest of your life. Right. Right, Jackie. Then how does one know that they have brain chatter? And second question, the reverse part of it is, that how do they know if they are dealing with a person who is suffering from this? How does it work out? Especially, you know, not only at home. At home, it becomes a bit simpler, but in workplaces. And especially if it's a uh, person who is in position of power. Well, you you know that when you take a moment to uh, listen to yourself. I would urge people today and tomorrow this week to just listen to what they're saying. Um and if you've, if you've, like I said, if you have something you've wanted to do um, and you haven't done it, chances are that you've got some chatter going on that's holding you back. Uh, if you're afraid of aging, I, uh, you know, women who, I, I can tell you, uh, women who start to age, who are around my age, start to really get a lot of abusive brain chatter. So as you're aging, if you look in the mirror and go, ugh. This is awful. I look terrible. No one's going to like me. I, you know, if you don't want to go out, if you're, uh, think about an, an emotional abuser, somebody who's telling you how, you know, you're fat or you're ugly, somebody who's belittling you, telling you you're not good enough or you're never going to become anything, or telling you, um, or, or telling you to isolate uh, with your addictive substances, um, gaslighting you. And so you're kind of not sure, you know, is it, is it me? Is it them? You know, you're, you, you're left in a state of kind of not knowing um, all of those things. It's just it's, it's awareness. It's ABC aware. Start with paying attention to how you talk to yourself and then believe that you don't have to talk to yourself that way. You know, if that's so important and then challenge those core beliefs, you know, just say, really, you know, really self, is that really true? Um, you know, I, I'm writing a book right now. And of course, you know, I, I come up with it every time I sit down to write. It's like, what do I want to say? What do I, you know, I, I, you know, do I, and I, and I, and before I do it, I really get centered and I just allow myself to, to, to write in my coming from my spiritual place so that it's, um, so that I can quiet the chatter. Right. Right. Jackie. So let's come to the solution part of it. Uh, we were talking about when brain becomes a sort of an adversary. It starts telling you things that, uh, that are not true. But before that, is there, a, so, uh, there is a word called monologue. In Shakespeare's you know, plays, there were a lot of monologues. He used to have a lot of monologues. So you mean 
how is it is monologue the same thing or is it different than abusive brain chatter um well it it can be different because abusive brain chatter can just be like one sentence uh you know if you're single and you want to go meet somebody and you you hear your voice say oh you're too ugly for him or he'll never like you that's just that's just one little simple thing right oh. whereas a monologue is you know going on and on and on and um just holding you back you know really holding you back from being who you want to be i say there's a couple of things i want to suggest one is journal get yourself a journal so that you are really aware of what you're saying to yourself and write it down and then start challenging it bit by bit i suggest that people do it with somebody with a, a life coach a therapist a spiritual advisor uh you know a priest i i suggest that um that that you talk to somebody and you get help because you know it's it's really hard to change your brain like i say with your own brain so i believe i i'm a big believer in getting help you know if i want to work out i get a coach you know i just you do that so if you want to change your abusive brain chatter uh make that your goal and find someone who can help you really dig into it give you the safe space to figure out what what it's saying right right jackie so then in terms of when uh, as, uh, you talk right now is that find yourself a coach how does one know who is good for some uh, for someone who is suffering for this from this whether it should be a therapist or a coach how do you know what is good for you is you there know, a cure for it no no it's it's yeah. it's <clears throat> it's it doesn't matter whether it's a therapist or a coach or somebody it, the idea is for you to be in a safe space to be able to express these thoughts that's that's the idea so a therapist can help you do that uh the difference between therapy and coaching just so if people don't really know you know a therapist kind of help you dig through the rubble they're more like archaeologists they help you okay. dig through the rubble find out your beliefs what how you were raised how that affected you whereas a life coach is somebody who helps is like an architect they okay. they're concerned with how you move out from today so you know today we're not going to talk negative to ourselves here's why here's how i'm going to fix that so they're both good you know digging in and finding out why you have that voice is 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 helpful and also you know learning you know concrete steps not to do that is helpful so you know whatever it is i you know i i say get help take a moment you know after this quiet yourself just take a nice deep breath and just tune in and ask yourself what do i need what do i need to change my life if i'm not living the life that i really want if i'm not in the job that i really want if i'm not in the relationship that i really want what do i need to change okay. start there okay start there and is it is there more to making your brain your best friend is there more than just talking to yourself that okay if i have not this uh, then that's that's enough is there more uh, something somebody can do to you know help themselves from their brain chatter yes i mean you know here's what, here's what i do i get up in the morning and i usually have some kind of an 
opening, you know, I pray or just some kind of opening, you know, just open, I'm open, you know, I love myself, some kind of affirmation. I, um, I affirmations are great. Affirmations are wonderful. Uh, if you hear your chatter, say the opposite. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not smart enough. Well, today I'm going to just say, I am smart. I am successful. I'm, you know, so affirmations. Um, the other thing is meditation. I'm a big believer in meditation. I, I have a TikTok called Bubbles from the Bath, where I get in my bathtub and I, I share what comes up for me when I'm in the bathtub, because that's where I meditate. Um, and uh, journaling, you know, all of the things. Yeah, I just want people to know that successful people work at their lives. Um, this isn't just over, you know, when my clients go, but I'm still feeling this. I say, you will always feel this. This is you. We, we learn how to change. We learn how to channel our lives in better ways. But if we, if we let up on our meditation, on our, you know, on our exercise, on taking care of ourselves, it comes back. It just does. You know, if I, if I haven't exercised for a few days, my brain starts going, look at you, lazy little person, not exercising. And, you know, and so I have to say, oh, okay, okay, you're right. I'm, I really, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to take a step. I need to take steps now to change this so that you don't chatter at me. It's just reminding me, reminding me, but if I let it go too long, it's going to call me a fat pig or something, you know what I mean? And, and so I, I try to catch it as early as possible, but I, I work on my life and it's, it's beautiful. My life is beautiful as a result. Right. And what can family and friends do to people, do for people who, uh, within the family if they are suffering from this ABC or even in workplaces? What can family and friends do for people like this? You know, if you hear somebody, there's really, again, it, it's, it's our own journey. We're in our own little bowling alley, bowling, bowling lane. But, you know, when I hear somebody saying that to themselves, I... I usually just kind of say, you know, you know, I'm sad to hear you t talk to yourself that way. Um, you're, you're beautiful. You're lovely. Um, you know, that's abusive brain chatter. I tell them, you know, that's abusive brain chatter. That's what I work on. This is abusive brain chatter. Um, you know, how can you, how can we reframe this so that it doesn't hurt you? And I will say that to friends and people, you know, that's abusive brain chatter. Let's reframe this. And um, so that's what people can do. You can point it out to people. But again, shaming never works. Oh, you should stop doing that. Stop doing that. That's right. not what we need. Instead, we need to encourage people to be aware of how they talk to themselves and to challenge that core belief. That's what we can do as a friend. Right. Right, Jackie. Uh, now, another aspect is the social media. Earlier also, this ABC was there. Now, do you think uh, social media has added to the problem or reduced the problem? What's its role? Because you see, uh, what I see around is that the streams and the rivers are the same everywhere, uh, but the number of pictures have grown. Eiffel Tower is the same, every, same year after year, but the people who are using that picture as the backdrop, whether true or false, it's leading to a lot of anxiety among their friends and a lot of people in general. And that is, I guess, you know, then everybody else is in problem and there is a discussion uh, even at home, like wives will tell you are not taking me outside. See, these guys are in the, are in France right now and we are here 
it very much in a in a village or wherever they are so how do you social see social media vis-a-vis abusive brain chatter oh my gosh aj what a great topic um and that was something that i even you know that that i, I wanted to write an article about an address if you want your brain chatter to go <laughs> tune into facebook and start seeing what people are doing um that it's it's a great place to practice i love that you said that because if you want to start practicing tune into facebook and as you're scrolling start tuning into what your head's saying wow she's going to europe with her husband look at look at what a great husband she has how come i don't have a great husband or or whatever it is we start getting into all of this envy and uh self-loathing and uh and and what i say is <laughs> here's what i do before i get onto facebook i say thank you 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 so that i enter facebook with complete gratitude that way i can be happy for the people on facebook and be grateful for my life um sure as a life coach i see life coaches out there doing things and i want to do a ted talk and i see people getting ted talks and i'm you know and and so my brain starts going well how come they did and you don't what you know and and i have to just keep saying thank you my time will come Thank you. Keep doing what I'm doing. It's not about my right. ego. It's about sharing with the world. So before you get on Facebook, well, practice getting on Facebook and, and writing down what your chatter is. That's a great exercise. And then before getting on Facebook, start writing a list of gratitudes and then turn on your Facebook. So it's so important to stay in gratitude. So important. Right. Right, Jack. You've answered so many questions and so very well. So that Thank makes, you. you know, that makes a lot of information for a lot of people whenever they watch this today, tomorrow, day after or five years later. But this, as long as I guess YouTube is, perhaps it will be there for a long, long time. So let's hope all the best for, you know, for YouTube and as well as that people land up to this whole discussion and understanding that they are getting on this video. So my yeah. last question to you is, Tell us about your, it's not a question, about your book uh, that you are writing. And it's on record that it, it is going to be out very soon, so you'll have to write it. Now oh, you yeah, no, I'm... Your brain, I'm... So your brain can't tell you anymore that it's not worth <laughs> no, Because no. a lot of people will be waiting for it who think that it is great. And yeah. You know, it, it's, it's a, it's, I'm writing a book just exactly on kind of what we talked about with some exercises and some prompts for people. Uh, I'm going to share my own journey with abusive brain chatter. So I'm, uh, I'm working on that. And um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing now to stay motivated. I wanted to share this with all of your uh, listeners and watchers on the first Monday of the month, I do a something called Motivation Monday on Zoom. It's absolutely free and it's where you state your goals and we kind of start going into examining them and holding you accountable and even maybe doing a little bit of block work. Um, so if anybody's interested, they can go to my website and sign up for my Motivation Monday and I'll get you the Zoom link. And it's Monday uh, Pacific Standard Time or Pacific Daylight Time, the first Monday of the month. And it's free. So, you know, come join us and, you know, just start moving towards that dream. Live the life you've always wanted. 
live the life you always wanted. Great. And how do you, how do people connect with you if they want to, you know, know more about you, about your website, about how they can connect and, you know, organizations or individuals can take your help? Sure. My, I've, I've got a couple of website uh, names that are just very simple. One is abusivebrainchatter.com. The other is abchealing.com. And then the other is jackieelliotclc.com. That's a little harder to spell and remember. So I made it simple and just abusivebrainchatter.com. Um, I have workshops and things on there that you can, you know, handouts. And that's the way you can connect to me if you want a freak consultation. I'm happy to hear what's going on for you, see if, if, if it's a good fit. I don't do a lot of coaching anymore, do more uh, workshops, but I am willing if somebody somebody's really needing it and wanting it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for all this and people for all these words and uh, tips to tackle their abusive brain chatters uh, in their lives, whatever, at wherever they are. But for us and for me, this chit chat was a great one, a great conversation with you indeed. Thank you, AJ. Just thank you for inviting me on. I, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. 